Y'all, it's time. House of the Dragon is back for season two, and so is the official Game of Thrones podcast. Okay, it is hosted by Greta Johnson, by Ryan Condal, and Jason Concepcion. And I personally, I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that mm-hmm. I can't wait to dive into the discussion of the mess that's to come. House of Dragon Season 2 is going to follow up on the things that are already taken place. If you haven't heard on the podcast before, you know, King of Cirrus, fully dead, and now we're going through drama because he said that his child, his daughter, Princess Rhaenyra, was the heir, but her former friend Mm -hmm. used to be homegirl who decided to then clout chase and fuck her damn daddy and have a whole bunch of little raggedy ass kids and stuff decided to scheme and plot or whatever so that her little raggedy ass blonde baby could be uh on the iron throne or whatever so it's up now the dragons are out fire is being breathed and i can't wait to see what happens and to judge them all and if you're into that watch the hbo series house of the dragon streaming exclusively on max and listen to the official game of thrones podcast on max or wherever you get your podcast it's coming soon girl you can save every day by shopping at whole foods market seriously don't just go for the big sales they have literally thousands of low price goods with their house brand 365 by whole foods market while at happy prices limited time seasonal flavors and all the quality you expect, like no high fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Hi, guys. This episode of The Read is brought to you by Soapbox Soaps. Soapbox produces an all-natural line of products made with African shea butter, all-natural coconut and olive oil, and scented with pure essential oils. The soaps are very, very gentle on skin that is easily irritated and will leave your skin feeling soft and smooth. We've tried Soapbox, and we love them. Every time someone buys a bar of soap from Soapbox, they donate a bar to a child in need to local homeless shelters, food pantries right here at home, or through their international partners all over the world. You can get started at Soapbox over at SoapboxSoaps.com and get 20% off your entire site with code THEREAD. That's SoapboxSoaps.com with 20% off the entire site using promo code THEREAD. Support a great cause with Soapbox and The Read. And now we're going to get the show started. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hey, everyone. Is that Hennessy in that bottle? That's Coke. As well as other things. How do you know? Because I can smell I it. I feel like you're judging. I'm not. I'm just really... It's been a long week, and I so... I started... <laughs> I was getting ready to start my next... <laughs> Let's just... I can't. You know... It just caught me off guard, the whiff of it. I just... It <laughs> me was and like my Jesus talked about it, and he said it was fine, so... It's, I'm not... I have Great. no problem with it. Go awesome. for what you know. Thanks. This week has been shit. It has. It, it has, has been... been utter just pure garbage just raggedy from start to finish it's been bad but we'll get to that later okay this is the read i am idris elba's mike wire and i am the first black cinderella on broadway who somehow doesn't see race and this is the read so okay um welcome to another episode so, <laughs> I just, <laughs> just. I don't even have anything. It's fine. Do you want to start with Black Excellence this week? <laughs> it's just been shit. It has just been garbage. Just like, back to back shit. People have hit me up like, oh my God, I hope y'all have something funny for us on Thursday because it's been such a shitty week. And I'm like, girl. I wasn't even sure I was coming here until Girl, I got here. Shit. Like, until I sat in this very seat and said hello, I wasn't sure I was going to do this shit this week. Yeah, honestly, it was a few times I was like, can we just not? Because... I just don't even feel like, oh, God. But I feel like we all deserve a laugh. Mm-hmm. Or seven. Yeah, so, just a little bit. Let's just start the show this week with um, our black excellence. Okay. I would like to give... A huge shout out to 13-year-old Monet Davis of uh, Pennsylvania. Monet Davis pitched a shutout. I think that I used the terminology correctly. <laughs> um, in her little league team, the Ta- I hope I said this right, the Tennessee Dragons. 
Oh, I don't know if that's Tiny Dragons pronounced. of Philadelphia. They just advised advanced to the Little League World Series. Um, and Little Miss Monet is out here throwing 70 miles per hour fastballs Work. with a sickening <laughs> curve. Like you can see some people vined it. She's a beast. Yeah, look at her. Like, like she's she is a just... be- look, look, he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like you really know? a black girl? <laughs> right. So this little adorable black girl, Monet Davis, 13-year-old, led her team to the Little League World Series, eight nothing. They won. Work. Um, and she's, I believe, the sixteenth, eighteenth girl to ever play in the Little League World Series yeah. in sixty-eight years. And she's this is the I think the third time I read that two girls will be in the Little League World Series at the same time. There's another girl, I think, named Emma March from Canada who's made it as well. So shout out to Monet. Yes, that is so great. For that incredible arm (laughs) out here doing big things. I'd also like to give a shout out to one. He may be 17-year-old now, but this article was written in March. He was 16 at the time. Stephen R. Stafford Jr. He's a Morehouse student Mm -hmm. at 16. Started in Morehouse when he was 11. Okay. You know what? (laughs) You can just, because really, 11. With a triple major. In pre-med mathematics and computers, Get computer science, Georgia law says that you can't graduate from high school until you're 16. Um, so maybe by now or sometime soon, he'll be a, an official high school graduate, and then he'll get his degree from Morehouse <laughs> when he's 17, and then plans on going to Morehouse School of Medicine where he'll graduate at 22. Oh, okay. Dope. So literally on some Doogie Hauser shit, like I'm not mad. Shout out to you. And you know, he's just giving you, I'm just like all the other kids, you know, I love Adventure Time and you know, <laughs> bike riding and I'm all also the other incredibly kids fucking smart. I just learn faster than everyone. He's a smart guy. Amazing. So yeah, and you know, while we're at it, we'll also just give a, a cute little shout out to Rihanna and Iman and Naomi Campbell for slaying in W Magazine. Gorgeous. I mean, we're just going to give the black girls and the black boys their moment because what? We created this shit. Get into it. The beginning and we shall be the end and you can stay pissed. Don't, That's don't what get you started. Can do. Don't get you started. You can stay mad. That's what you can do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be over here rubbing my beautiful brown skin, honey. Okay. Yes. yes. The beginning. Amen. The earth. Yes. In God's image. Okay. Be pissed. Woo. Also, shout out to Jedediah Eisler. Yes. She is the first black woman to graduate from Yale with a PhD in astronomy. In astronomy. That is some bad bitch shit. You know. You better work, sweetheart. I yes, ma'am. Oh, and she's just posing like, bitch, you see me. I know the planets and the stars, bitch. Get the into constellations, it. all that bullshit. The <laughs> Big Bang and your black holes. Infinity <laughs> and beyond. That's where it. we're going. That's with who Jedediah. the fuck we are. I'm so excited and proud of you. So work. All right. So, and that's a great news. Lots of people have been having shitty weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. So let's just take a moment to laugh at them. Um, let's start with one Danity Kane. So okay, okay. Quick disclaimer, those of you who came to our sold-out show in San Francisco this past weekend, um, first of all, shout-out to all of you. We had so much fun. Another great show. Y'all, we always have so much fun at our live shows. We do. Thank you so much for that, and we'll be sure to keep you updated with the shows coming in the near future. Um, But a couple of stories we're doing on the show this week, we did do at the show. I hope you like it anyway. Girl, whatever. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, well. Some will knew, some we did. A couple of y'all never heard this, but whatever. Danity Kane. No more. Oh, no. So sad. No like, world. just. <laughs> it's just kind of like. Devastated even... personally. This is just like when Destiny's Child broke up. I feel like an attack on my own personal spirit from mm-hmm. this news. Yeah. It was like, you know, I mean, because Danity Kane was just right here in my heart, even though I don't know their faces or names just or songs. Sipping lemonade, lemonade. Yeah. And then it just was gone like that as lemonade. soon as it showed up. So. Like and give them lemons. Who, <laughs> I don't know. Who are these girls? What happened? So, Danny Kane, um, for those of you who don't know, and Crystal, um, was a group once created by. Okay. Yes, I know what I did there. Yeah, all right. And it's fine. It is. We're not going to do this. I'm just going to drink out of my bottle, so you go, yes. Go you ahead. have all Hennessy your black ass needs. And, and you know what? I've grown, though. Like, I'm grown and free. Danny Kane is a group that was once uh, put together in front of everyone who had cable. Um, by <laughs> Sean Combs. 
on a little show, <laughs> on a little show called Making the Band. Woo, you ain't shit. Seven. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. That's all there is to say. And, you know, they broke up. They started feeling their britches. They had, you know, a couple of cute songs. A lot of queens lived for them. Mm-hmm. You know, the gay girls, they they had a nice little following. Um, and then they broke up, I think. I don't remember why. Aubrey and Puffy weren't seeing eye to eye. or Her extensions got too long. I don't know what the fuck. Some wrong. bullshit. I don't know what happened. Well, they broke up on TV. And then they got back together like a couple of months ago. I really don't know. I thought maybe it was even a year ago. But... It's been a while. I don't keep up with them hoes. Pretending to give a shit about yeah, really. But the gays have carried the career of Vanity Kane, and they the rest of us have not given a fuck. And every last one of them, (laughs) all of them, (laughs) like nobody is arguing about this shit. Nobody is talking about this shit, but the gays. You need to, at the very least, be passing out like gift cards to Zara, right? To all these gays, (laughs) like have been. Yes. At least leading you to think that. I mean, they might have hyped you up on Twitter. They didn't buy your single, but because don't don't be petty. They really believed that we gave a shit about this, honey, because they wrote this extensive statement. Bitch on Twit Doc. Whatever the hell that is. What is that? Is that like a new Twit longer? Like, do you feel better for using that? Why the whole you- purpose of Twitter is that you're supposed to get your thoughts out in 140 characters short. Away. So we don't need a Twit doc where you can go in and write these goddamn you these hoes, novels. Y'all could have put this on Tumblr, honestly, or your own website. You don't have a publicist. Vanity like- Kane and the Deathly Hallows, <laughs> part one and two. It's long ass. Ain't nobody fucking- reading this goddamn essay. No fucking manuscript on why you hoes broke up. Get this warrant piece. Ass Who the fuck are you anyway? Nobody can even name who's in the group. So apparently, what happened after? They wouldn't let Juanita back in the group. And then, <laughs> girl, <laughs> girl, girl. They wouldn't let Juanita back in the group, which was rude. And then Andrea got pregnant. Andrea's the one that can sing the best. Okay. And then it was left with two white girls in the black. That's Don, Shannon, and Aubrey. Come on. <laughs> Don, apparently, not exactly sure why this has happened yet. But Don punched Aubrey in the back of the head. Why not? Aubrey says. Why <laughs> Aubrey not? says during a recent group meeting, a business conversation took a turn for the worse. My group member punched me in the back of my head while I was speaking to another associate. To be clear, she was not physically engaged or threatened prior to her attack on me. And then it goes into this whole thing about love and light and how no one should ever hit anybody oh, else girl. and ha- hold hands and um, Teddy. Graham. Go away! Go away! So, all right. I mean, <laughs> okay, girl, you got hit in the back of the head. Story. Sad. When? They're I mean, not together anymore. D- what does Shannon? Shannon, I don't. I read the. I skimmed the document in question. Okay. And Shannon was basically whoever that is backing up Aubrey. Like, oh, Aubrey, let me stay with her when I was homeless or something yeah. like that. And so, Team Aubrey. And then I thought, you know, since the group broke up, it would be a group statement. But no. the black one was not included in this. No, she's the dark. She's been getting darker and darker. <laughs> she's been getting darker um okay. she has a new face i mean i've read that dawn's um like i think her father has cancer oh, and no. so like he just um got out of chemo or he stopped uh chemo and so she's probably dealing with that and then mm-hmm. dealing with being part of this group that's all wearing fucking napkins as costumes at their co- shows let it go having a twerk and then beyonce's out here already snatching our edges again like what they were they even ready for that y'all are not even so, in the conversation when it comes to competing with beyonce i mean we don't even you bitches are not even a footnote i shouldn't even have brought beyonce up that wasn't <laughs> fair because no one said beyonce but me um but, you know, she has already tweeted that she's back to her solo stuff, which okay. I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Asante and I, that's another Oh, yeah, y'all tried. That y'all really tried. We just have to leave you out of because you're just not. <laughs> y'all really be trying to get me into these even, girls, and I just don't. Mm, it's just not, I just don't just have that homosexual and, enthusiasm for them. I just don't. I can't. Anyway, so Danny Kane is no longer a group. Amen. Who even, whatever, let it go. They were beating the hell out of that one. I mean, just... Y'all would not let that shit die. Danny King, I've said it before and I'll say it again. 
They were never a group. They were a cute group and they have cute songs and lovely voices. They had a moment, but it was never such a great moment that it needed to like, no one needed to pump life Mm -hmm. back into it. It didn't need to come back. Donate blood. You didn't need to do any of this. Leave it alone. It's fine. We'll be fine. Yes. No one cares. Moving right along to very interesting news that I just saw today. Mm -hmm. Sierra and Future have called off their engagement. I'm so shocked. This is a surprise. Yes. I personally could have been knocked over with a feather when I heard. I just would have never thought that Navadius and Sierra would. I just thought they were the couple of my lifetime. And I personally am devastated that they did not work out. I mean, Sierra went and got matching dreads. I mean... (laughs) She posed with the other baby mamas like she wasn't going to end up just like them. It was just, who could have seen this? She who got this matching was... <laughs> Can you not be a dick right now? <laughs> she was just on the cover of like Bride magazine. T- <laughs> Are you really laid out right now, bitch? <laughs> I'm about to stop the tape. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> when you think about it, like, <laughs> do you know how long it takes to get fake dreads put in, too? That took a while. That was probably at least a one day project, like, just in somebody's chair. I know from experience. It took a while to get that shit done. And then a nigga left you? Or you left no, him? No, she left him. Apparently, um, reports are saying that Sierra found out. Future was cheating on her no while shit. he was on tour. No <laughs> if shit. If I remember correctly, like after she had the baby, he I think like maybe tweeted about it or something. It was like concert starts tomorrow. Like he went like <laughs> right. like had his little like twelve hours with the baby yeah. or whatever and then went on tour. I mean, I mean because he's had this moment us. six or seven times before. So he doesn't I mean, really it's not even that exciting. What are you expecting him to do when you have so many kids? Another one is just like, oh dope. Okay, cool. But I mean Sierra like has had such a track record track record of not so great relationships with rappers. Bow wow. 50 cents like did you have to be so i mean and sierra's pretty she's good and like she's always talking about him nicely white people pay attention to sierra these days Mm -hmm. so you know like for her say nice things about you that's gotta be you know Mm -hmm. white people probably thought very highly of him well no i don't think so um but just the fact like we talked about this last week some people are so desperate to be in relationships and call themselves in love and get married or whatever the fuck else that they will ignore a whole truckload of bullshit just to be with somebody and that's what this situation (laughs) smells like to me Sarah was just like baby mama number four okay cool no problems I'll go ahead and sign up for that shit and it's not like you don't want to say hey girl so here are three red flags I mean, the their right- names are Shayla. Come on. <laughs> their names are like Shanique. Whatever. Diamond. Like, let me stop because I don't know the names of those women. They could be Tracy's or whatever. But it's kind of like when you see a nigga, and I mean a nigga, and he's already got like <laughs> three baby mamas, whether they get along or not. Never been married. Like, never been married. It's just kind of like, hmm, I don't know. This kind of seems like the Lord is saying, girl, look. You know, like, <laughs> like, so. But she went for it anyway. Um, I mean, at least date him without getting <laughs> pregnant. Since he has a history of getting people pregnant but not marrying them, it just seems like logic would say, I can date this person, but I would not want to have a baby by him because he has a tendency to just. And they were engaged That's after too much like, right? Dating for a year. Mm-hmm. That's cute. So what? What? Like I of- said, desperate to keep up with Kim and Lala, who have men. I mean, Kim is white, so you should have known right off top you wasn't just gonna be able to. Pull and Kim got them. a track record of dark skinned niggas. I damn so right. But Kim um, was already white and wealthy. Lala done had her man forever. So girl, I just don't know what what kind of future this would lead for little future. Well, good luck. <laughs> Bitch, good luck to Little Future, who is, what, three, four months old and has seen his daddy, like, twice? Like, this is sad. Sierra, just use this. I think that your last album showed that you still have potential to, you know, do great things. I think that you can use this to create, like, a a Say No to Fuck Boys anthem Mm -hmm. um, and come back dancing in our hearts. Your baby's adorable. Don't date no more famous niggas. Date a nigga with, like... 
a 401k with a real good job who like sits at the head of an office table yeah girl date you somebody regular with a good job go back to Atlanta it's a whole lot of black men down there with good jobs Mm -hmm. who would treat you right and they don't care that you have a baby like I just I don't see why this has to it doesn't have to be like something that just completely ends your social life I mean I doubt it but But the fact that you were in Bride Magazine last month talking about how this is your very best friend and you're so in love and you wasn't looking for a relationship and here he came or whatever Oh, girl. That blows. Girl, girl. Um, also broken up. Black, hey, hey, Ti- Black Tiger. Black China and Tiger are also calling it quits. I think they're already actually married. You're going to have to give the over 30 crowd a second to Google who the fuck Black Tiger and China doll or whatever you just said. We don't know who they are. Black China um, is. I wanted. I didn't want to say stripper or ex-stripper. Model? Does she do anything other than stripping? I mean... Because if she doesn't, then I don't see why stripper isn't a player. Black China, I'm going to give it to you straight. I know Black China from being a stripper. She's stripping KOD. And she was one of the most popular ones there because she's pretty. She has a huge ass. And, you know, eventually a rapper snatched her right on up. And I knew one would. It was Tyga. Um, <laughs> Great. I'm sure. I think Drake... Has written Black China into his music a couple of times, so that just kind of gives you perspective here of what we're talking about. Um, she can usually be identified with a large bang and piercings in her dimples. The only thing I know about her is that she has a giant, disgusting, fake ass. Like, it looks revolting. And all I've said this before, but all you hoes with these skinny-ass thighs, stop getting these big asses, because it just does not look right on your toothpick legs. Be proud of the ass God gave you. It is proportionate to your own body. Y'all out here getting the Kim K treatment, and you look. she looks crazy, and so do you. Like, I just want you hoes to stop. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What else is that? What, does, what has Tyga done? I, I saw him with a Kardashian once. Tyga is apparently the one who broke things off. No word on why this has happened. The couple also has a baby boy together. His name is King Cairo. Of course he is. He is also adorable. So These kids are always cute. They're always cute. It's just and the parents who are a mess. I always feel bad for him. So, <sighs> I feel like the link here is obvious. They're both friends with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yes. Someone had to say it. Kim Kardashian is the reason these people broke so, up. So... Amber Rose, who can't stand that bitch, will probably be with Wiz Khalifa for like until the end of time. And they ain't doing nothing but getting and high. I like Amber and, Ro- uh, and Wiz together. I love Amber and Wiz. She just seems so much happier than she was with Kanye. And he just seems chill as fuck. Like Wiz Khalifa just be like, he do. He seems like he don't never want to argue. Today is. He just like, girl. So, so whatever you want is cool, but like, where is the weed at? Like, I feel like he never argues about anything unimportant. Right. And that's what you really need in a partner. Somebody who's just like, I don't care about the bullshit at all. I'd actually like to see like a little docu-series with them. I bet they're fun. Like, I their bet baby you, like, is so cute. So cute. Oh, God, he is so cute. But they would, I feel like after, you know, this bullshit with Kanye, Amber would never do a reality show. Like, I don't Not see Not a reality it. show, but like a little like thing on them. You know, Wiz Khalifa's got like a new album coming out soon, so maybe they'll do like, you know, maybe like an MTV special. I just want to see like them mm-hmm. like all in the family. I feel like they just like get high and eat cake and then play and take their kid in the pool and And then Amber twerks on Instagram or something. <laughs> That's the life I want to live. I mean, I don't really see a problem. Like I'm actually a little bit jealous. Um speaking of Kim Kardashian, you know, we don't have to. I mean, how, how much worse can the week get? Yes, we have to. Okay. Kim Kardashian will be publishing a book. Okay. (sighs) Would you like to... No, I'm just going to open the bottle back up because I just... All right, tip it. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kim Kardashian will be publishing a book (sighs) called Selfish. (laughs) How appropriate! This is a book that will contain 300... And 52 of Kim's, quote, best selfies ever. Unquote. <laughs> <laughs> the book what? was reportedly inspired from Kim's selfie collection that she created just for her husband. Why is that a thing? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just so mad. Like there are real writers trying to publish real books, and this bitch automatically gets a deal because of who she is. And it is 350 pictures of her own fucking made up, chopped up, sewed up face. Are you goddamn kidding me? Get the fuck! Oh my god, I hate y'all. I hate the fuck out of y'all. I hate the fuck out of y'all. The book will be released on April 2015. I hate y'all. So, those of you who'd like to go on and pick up a nice graphic novel, I I don't really know. 350. I will give her this. You know your lane. Yes, you, you know sure do. Yes, you do. Because you ain't going to write not one goddamn word. Nope. Not a red fish, not a blue fish, Mm-mm. not one, two, or three goddamn no. fish. You are not going to write about a cow jumping over a moon. Nothing. Because no, absolutely not. North is reading le- North's reading level. Mm-hmm. I'm certain it's higher it has to be um kim is not about to give you niggas one noun not one verb not a subject nor a predicate she is going to stick to what she knows which is taking pictures of her fucking self and the fact that she is gonna make so much money off yeah. that shit it just blows my like why would you do this when you can go to instagram.com slash kim kardashian for free and look at her fuck ass self why would you pay know. for printed Instagram pictures of Kim? <sighs> I don't really know. I don't want to know. Well, I mean, it doesn't say Instagram. It just says selfies. It doesn't so matter. It doesn't matter. It's fucking selfies. Are... Who cares? Who? It's fuck. I don't know. I'm trying to rationalize this and you're yelling. This drink is almost gone and I'm not going to be able to cope once it is. So. Okay. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look for Kim's book. I don't know. at Dash or any retailer that yeah it'll probably be at your favorite retailer no self respect it'll probably be on Amazon this twenty five gigabyte book because then it's just a bunch of pictures like <sighs> okay great oh, I hate y'all so much so let's move forward to uh, the you. Aaliyah biopic let's talk about um. <clears throat> The new cast of the Aaliyah film, Princess of R&B, that is expected to arrive any day now (laughs) on Lifetime, that is also being executive produced by Wendy Williams and some other niggas that ain't got no manners. This week, or last week, (laughs) they showed us photos of the people who will be playing Timbaland and Missy Elliott. The internet responded with a simultaneous, what? <clears throat> Bitch, what? So, the girl who is playing Missy Elliott Amory. is someone named... Amory. Her name is Amory. She used to have a career she doesn't anymore. Her name is Amory. She's playing Missy Elliott. Some thin blazing. I can't... I don't... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The young man playing Timbaland is someone named Isaac Smith. He does not have a pack of hot dogs on the back of his neck. So why he was cast, no one knows. I won't actually stand for any Timbaland slander. That's not slander. It just is what it is. Timbaland and Missy were both big. They just were, especially when Aaliyah was a thing. So for you to be making a movie about Aaliyah and cast people who are not big doesn't make sense to me. What do y'all have against people are just big? It just is what it is. Like, it's not even a value judgment. Missy was big. Timbaland was big. Cast big niggas. You trying to tell me it's no fat black people trying to get work? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck all of y'all. Um, I don't really know what to say about this besides I'm just not going to watch this movie. I know Missy didn't sign off on this at all. Like well, nobody, Missy nor Timbaland. Nobody that is involved with this movie signed off on it. I mean, nobody who is being portrayed in this movie signed off on it. Not, not Aaliyah's family. Like, it's and just Aaliyah's family has been very, for, very vocal about how they don't see it for this. And you have people in the movie playing them. And I'm sure they look nothing like this. So I don't know what to say here. The kid playing Timbaland is cute or whatever. But again, he just kind of seems like he buys boys Timbalands and okay. doesn't really know anything about beat making or like 
being interesting. <laughs> the girl cast for Missy just blows my mind because she just looks. I know I've said before that looks aren't like the number one or like the most important thing, but she looks nothing. Like I personally find it offensive. She looks nothing at all like Missy. Like not even a little. I think that Lifetime is just trying to troll us at this point. Okay. I think that they know that nobody wants to see this movie, so they're just like, you know what, let's just do the most absurd fucking shit that we can possibly think of. Let's have Zach and Cody play Genuine. Let's just (laughs) fucking call whatever the hell. Let's just have Hilary Duff play Maya. Like, what? Yes. Justin Bieber is playing Aaliyah's brother. All kinds of bullshit. Why not? I mean, they didn't put white people in ancient Egypt as kings and queens, so why not cast white people as Aaliyah's family and friends? Why not? I just don't. I'm just tired. I have nothing <laughs> left. I really, I'm just, I'm so exhausted. So. I gave all I had for. The, I really did. I did my absolute best to get through this, but I am sick of like the world in general. So those are the hot topics for this week, and we're gonna take a quick break and do other things. <laughs> Hey guys, don't forget to go and check out our sponsors at Hulu Plus. As usual, if you go to HuluPlus.com slash The Read, you can get a free extended trial. That's two weeks of amazing content, awesome shows, and videos, and such which. That includes some of our favorites, including Scandal, um, they've got Salem and Crystal on there now, which is awesome, and they're updating new shows with awesome new Sailor Scouts, so go and check that out. Uh, the Mindy Project is on there once upon a time. Lots of really cool stuff, so check it out. Yes, guys, you can also get access to Hulu's original programming, like The Hot Wives of Orlando, which is a parody of The Real Housewives, and it is completely hilarious. So make sure you check that out. You can also see current seasons of great shows like The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, Gang Related, The Mindy Project, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, as well as every single episode of classics like South Park, Hell's Kitchen, The Cosby Show, Everybody Hates Chris, the list goes on and on. So head on over to HuluPlus.com slash The Read. You get a free two-week trial. It's normally Seven ninety nine a month, but again, this is a free two week trial, so you can check out Hulu, see all that they have to offer, no matter what you like. Hulu has an option for you at huluplus.com slash the read. Yeah, that's huluplus.com slash the read. Go check them out and let's continue the show. Okay, we're back and it's time for listener letters. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and it may just be on the show. This first letter comes from Nadia. And it says, I know you guys are both artists. And my question is, do either of you have a piece of work? It may be a YouTube video, written podcast episode, etc., that you are particularly proud of and feel like it defines who you are. Or if you could put all of your workings in a portfolio to leave behind, what would you choose to put in? Ever since I was young, I've had it in my mind that certain celebrities are family, like Felicia Rashad and Loretta Devine. Do you guys have any celebrities that you feel that same way about? So I guess whichever question you feel more comfortable answering, whether it's the celebrity question or the question about your work, feel free to choose. Love you both. Thanks, Nadia. I'm glad Nadia asked two goddamn questions because I really didn't know how to answer the first one. I don't have really anything that I'm a fan of that I've done, so I don't have a portfolio for you, girl. But I definitely feel like Patti LaBelle is my aunt in my head, and I feel like she, every Thanksgiving, I imagine her bringing the macaroni and cheese, and I just wait for her to walk through the door, and she just never comes, and it's fine. I've learned to live with it. Also, she's going to be on American Horror Story this year, so I'm really excited about that. So Patti LaBelle in my head is my auntie, as well as um, Jennifer Lewis. We've talked about this. Felicia Rashad is also my aunt. And... um Meryl Streep is my very, mm. very distant aunt through mm-hmm. marriage. Yes, absolutely through marriage and a couple of cousins removed. Mm-hmm. I think for me, there is some work that I am uh, maybe not that I'm like proud of, like just kind of bragging on myself or anything. But I do think there's things that I've said on the show or on my blog that I feel are important for other people, especially like girls and younger women to get into like there are lessons there that I feel like are important for people who are like growing up like the say no to fuck boys episode I think is great for people to read and then there's stuff on my blog that I feel like um it just kind of shows especially my I have an older 
uh, journal that a lot of you have read online that I put up, but it was basically like my journal entries from like my mid twenties when life was just really insane and I did not have any idea of what I was doing. So stuff like that, that I think can help somebody else, I think is important. So if I manage to tragically die soon or something, then I hope y'all go back and listen to like the stuff that actually helps people and not just like the bullshit celebrity gossip or whatever. But as far as like, celebrities that you consider family or that you just love like that definitely felicia rashad was there for me um because i mean it was just like she's claire huxtable like i feel like all of us feel that way about her like she's just like i felt that same kinship with the black aunt viv until you know tragedy struck but it's just it was just she's just perfect and everything so she's always been my auntie in my head again like jennifer lewis and so many others so thanks so much nadia for that question we appreciate it and let's move on our next question comes from mitch or sorry mish i did not mean to do that and it says, I'm in my 20s and I've known this girl who's in her late teens for about 10 years. We've just started to be friends within the past two years. She's really nice and we attend the same church. The problem is that she always gets irritated when I correct her when she says things like, oh, black people will be at this event. That means I have to dress ghetto or I really don't need to know my history because it doesn't matter to me now or I'm not really black. I'm white. <laughs> it's not only her who says this shit. Her cousin has said it also. Um, that she that the two of them are white and I have swiftly corrected them both it really bugs me that neither one of them has a sense of pride within themselves my question is how do you deal with people who not only have a problem with your blackness but with their own and by correcting her I mean telling her that she's clearly not white not that she would be mistaken for anything but black and it's important for her to know her history how do you guys deal with people like this Thanks. Mish. I don't deal with people like that Mish. I don't have no goddamn friends like that and you don't need no goddamn friends like that either so tell that bitch beat feet Okay, that's one way to put it. <laughs> Just straight up having no interest in dealing with people who don't acknowledge. Look at the world today. I'm not playing no motherfucking games with any of you low life niggas out here who want to act any old kind of way. Look down on any other. I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. It's not even a question that needs no longer answer. Tell that bitch to saddle her shit up, hop on her mule and get the fuck. That's how I feel. Yeah, there are a few things that piss me off more than black people who act like they aren't black or that they're superior to other black people for whatever reason. I just can't deal with it. So I can't like there is no way I would sit back and let somebody talk like this and then continue to be that person's friend. Like, I don't care if y'all have known each other for 10 years or if she's really sweet otherwise or whatever the fuck else. If, if you've said it before and she continues to make these crazy comments about black people knowing that she's black her damn self, it just makes it worse. Like, I just would not even bother putting the effort into a friendship with this person she clearly don't give a fuck about herself and all you doing is wasting time and energy on somebody who ain't worth it so i would just leave, leave her ass be personally i just i don't see the point in even trying fuck her yeah i mean really it's too much shit going on for us to be trying to drag along black Matter people fact, who don't even want to claim that black. Bitch. that's what you need to do okay smack her ass no. if she wants to be white so bad smack the melanin right out of her goddamn flesh that's what you do smack that bitch tell her to go to target with an assault rifle on her back and see how quick she find out that she ain't white like you don't even need to do that you and your cute ass jokes just tell her to go to fucking walmart with a purse or, you know, with a fake toy gun and see if you don't get shot down. She in the doesn't aisle. need anything but a purse. She don't even need that. Just tell her to go. Matter of fact, don't even go to Walmart. Tell her to go to Saks. Tell her to go to someplace and walk around with her black ass and see if they don't remind her. Dumbass bitch. Did they not? Didn't Saks or Bloomingdale's or somebody just have to settle out of court and pay these black people because they were unfairly, like, racially targeted when they were shopping in the stores, Bloomingdale's or something? I just heard about that. It's just, I don't even understand why you would want to be that type of person to try to put your race down or act like you're not one of us when we are going through so much shit. Like, you're not exempt from it just because you feel like you're different. Fuck you. I wouldn't have anything to do with this hoe at I all. I say hit her. Okay, well, since we have other stuff to get to, we're going to go ahead and conclude the questions for this week. Send them to asktherita at gmail.com, and we will be right back. Hey, guys, don't forget to check out our awesome sponsors at NatureBox. As always, if you go to naturebox.com slash thereed, you can get 50% off of your first package from them. As we mentioned before, NatureBox is a really cool subscription service that sends you smarter, delicious snacks. They've got all kinds of things, salty, sweet, things in between. And they're really, really good. We're, like, obsessed and addicted to them. They've got no artificial colors or hydrogenated oils or any of that added stuff. It's just smart, really good, delicious, great things 
things for the goer at home and they can send them directly to your home office, P.O. box and the like. So go check them out. Yeah, guys, Nature Box has great selections like the whole wheat strawberry figgy bars, just deliciously sweet and feels so good. And then they also have the sea salt pop pops if you're looking for something a little saltier and crunchier to snack on. So, again, there's so many different options. Head on over to naturebox.com slash the read to get 50 percent off your first box. Like Kip Fury said, you can have them sent to home, work, whatever is most convenient for you. And the snacks have all been vetted by different nutritionists. There are no high fructose corn syrup or partially hydrogenated oils in the nature box snacks you can pick which size box is best for you and your family so there's no reason not to get started get 50 percent off your first box at naturebox.com slash the read yes naturebox.com slash the read go and look into that and we're gonna finish up here now all right so it's time for the read um i don't think that there needs to be a first or second portion here no probably not um, I'm pretty sure we both have the same idea. I'm just going to go ahead and start mine by saying... Um, so, a lot's been going on in Missouri ever since Saturday. And I think that like I first heard about this right before our show on Saturday evening. Um, you have to be living like inside of a rock. If you haven't heard about Mike Brown, the 17-year-old who was shot in Ferguson by the police, shot, I don't know if it was eight or ten times. The, they are not telling, so nobody really knows. Um, he was walking with a friend of his. The police shot him. Many eyewitnesses have the same story. The police story doesn't seem to make any sense or stay the same. And now they're just not telling stories anymore. Um kind of usual weekend for a black man. I want to start by uh, addressing the NAACP. I think that, I mean, the whole story with Ferguson um, and Mike Brown, as tragic as it is, it's not unfamiliar. Um, As horrible as it is, the riots and the looting and the crazy military that they sent out into Ferguson to point guns at people and throw smoke bombs and tear gas in people's yards and force them into their houses and shooting them with rubber bullets and wooden pellets and all the madness. The no-fly zone that they have instituted. Yeah. So that you can't get aerial shots of no. what's going on down there. You just cannot fly over Ferguson. Okay. Um, I just want to say really quickly to the NAACP. I just, I feel I'm tired. I don't really even have the energy to be here right now i don't have the energy to do anything really i just i don't the naacp tweeted something yesterday about how basically the writing needed to stop and we need to protect our community by respecting our community and all of this nonsense um one tweet in particular though pissed a lot of people off and it said (laughs) When someone outside of our race, this is the NAACP, mm-hmm. when someone outside of our race commits murder, we want an upheaval. But we need, it doesn't even say, this isn't even grammatically correct. We need same for all murder. <laughs> even John Legend came out of nowhere like, <laughs> and was like, girl, what? Did, so what? That doesn't <sighs> even, so every time someone's murdered, there should be, what are you talking Just, about? What? Okay. Now, this happens every time a story like this comes out. There's always, you know, a group of us that complain about it and, you know, the racism and justice, all of it. And then there are a group of niggas who always have to come and say, what about black people? White people do it all the time. Mm -hmm. That's always their excuse. But there's always some black folk who come out of nowhere and say, oh, black on black crime oh, we got to stop. We got to look to ourselves first and we got to do this and we got to shape it up the way we act. You can't be stealing weaves and stealing rims and stealing DVDs and TVs and all that kind of stuff. And all of that stuff is true. However, even if we had, we were just all pillars of the community we just all wore suits every single place that we went to and just spoke 18 languages and just even if every black American was just an outstanding 
outstanding example of an American citizen. We would still be murdered. Mm -hmm. We would still be disadvantaged. All of these stories would still happen. Like, before the riots, before the looting, before the Twitter and all of this stuff, Mike Brown was taking a stroll and got shot up by the cops for nothing. And it happens all the time. And black people are tired. We are exhausted. We don't want to have to continue to do this shit and explain to you all why it is absurd and why for the NAACP of all people, even with Kiki Palmer, I said, you know what? Kiki Palmer is what? 19, 20 years old, whatever. Is she trying to be, you know, the next Oprah or whatever the fuck the mm-hmm. little girl is trying to do? And she wants for everybody to hold hands together and run through a meadow of flowers, whatever. She's young. The NAACP is made up of so many old ass niggas that know better. For you to hop on Twitter and to be saying this dumb shit because you got people like Donald Sterling who is feeding you motherfuckers or whatever the hell else. How dare you being an organization that is supposed to be about the advancement of colored people come up here and skew all of these minds away from the bigger fucking picture white people blow up white people all the time the same way black people kill black people all the time and all the time so black on black crime is horrible but it is the furthest thing from the motherfucking point here and i don't know why this group and The NAACP has shown time after time that they have become a joke in recent years. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't even... I can't even say that I'm surprised about this. I can't. It's the same thing with Penn. And I was trying to explain to niggas on the internet, like, as it was happening, like, you could be upset about the rioting. You could be upset about the looting. I totally understand. I would prefer for people down there to be in their homes and be safe. But I would also prefer that white people would stop killing our kids for no goddamn reason. I would prefer that much more than a nigga stealing a damn Sony plasma out of Walmart. That I would I would much rather mm-hmm. not have to worry about whether or not some cop or some other random white man or woman on the street mm-hmm. is going to shoot one of my younger brothers down in Miami, Florida for nothing or my dad or my mom or me or you or whom the fuck ever else just for being black. That's what the bigger picture here is. Stop talking or stop worrying about what the fuck is going on or how niggas are conducting themselves. Yeah, we need to we need to be able to accomplish certain things within our own community and that will help us get farther as a community but regardless regardless of any of that shit that you're talking about that's not now is not the time to be worried about where some man's jeans how high the jeans up are like if they're on your hip or if they're on your ankles now's not the time to be worried about weaves now's now's not the time to be worried about gold teeth or selfies or if what kind of car your ass drive now's not the time to be worried about the way that you speak or anything else because whether you are two chains or oprah you are a nigga to these people and they're gonna kill you if they get the chance and then they're gonna do what they can to cover it up and they don't even have to cover it up too much to get away with it as we've seen time and time again how is that not the bigger picture how is every like how are you that's a real question though there's so much shit that happened in st louis that led to people feeling frustrated and turning to looting and rioting but the story was all about the fucking quick trip and how niggas went in and took all the gum and doritos instead of how a white police officer shot a kid multiple times who was unarmed and and not even facing him you shot him and he was on the ground and said i don't have a gun don't shoot and you continued to shoot him how is that not the bigger story here how are y'all more worried about retail we already have enough people who on the other side of things who will do that job for you we already got enough people in the media in the police force that are going to try and draw attention away from the point they're going to try and draw attention away from the big picture they can't find no criminal record on this young man because he ain't got one. And nope. even if he did, that's no reason to kill him. It's no reason. But it, it just always isn't. happens to us. And we got to march. And we got to hold hands. And we got to vote. 
and we got to brush our hair and we got to clip our fingernails and we got to do all of this other shit that of course we should be doing anyway but you have you seem to forget that regardless we're always going to be the minority we're always going to be disadvantaged because that is the place that they have us at that's where they want us to stay regardless of you whether or not you are following the system the system is built for you to fail it's built for you to come out less than regardless of anything else so what the fuck is the NAACP talking about what the fuck are the rest of you you know what you can do to help the black community shut the fuck up don't say another goddamn thing not on twitter not on tumblr not on facebook not on instagram shut your motherfucking ass up and let people out here with sense do the work that's what you do the NAACP they want the NAACP saying they want for the youth to feel empowered and to lead this movement, great. Get your motherfucking asses out the way and sit down and shut the hell up. If you want a seat at the table with the white man because they got the better bread and they got gravy and they put shoes on your feet, then you do that shit, bitch. But you do that shit in silence. Don't speak for us because you sound fucking stupid. I'm done with my read. A lot of y'all out here trying to demonize black people who are looting or rioting or whatever the fuck else are you same niggas who managed to move out the hood. Most of y'all came from it, but you done found a decent job and moved out. And now you feel like because you got a little money and a different address, you better than everybody else. And I see what you're doing. I really do. Even if you don't, you're trying your very best to distance yourself from them niggas. You're trying to find whatever difference you can between your life and theirs so you can pretend that this shit won't happen to you. But the fact of the matter is you can be an unarmed black person and get gunned down by the police or security guards or some other government agency. You can get shot for being black and there's nothing the fuck you can do about it. It doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter how you talk. The list of black people who have been gunned down for no reason and were unarmed is long and endless. Like it just goes on and on and on. And I don't understand why nobody can see that we have been stripped of our humanity we have done this for so i'm only 31 and i feel like i have been fighting this race fight my whole fucking life i'm exhausted as fuck now like i'm tired as hell you would think i had lived through all of the civil rights movement and black people getting the right to vote and everything else the way i'm just weary of something always happening because not even not even a full week passed when we got the conviction in Detroit from the man who shot the girl who came up to his fucking door and, and happened to knock on the door and window looking for help, Renisha McBride, not even a week later, this shit out of Arkansas came. And the list goes on and on. Ayanna Jones was only seven years old. You trying to tell me the police had a justifiable reason for shooting a seven-year-old during a raid, a set asleep in her bed? Are you fucking kidding? Michael Brown, that's the name of the young man in St. Louis who was just murdered. Ezel Ford, 25 years old just murdered by the LAPD apparently mentally disabled also unarmed Ricky aboard Boyd the young lady out of Chicago who was killed as an innocent bystander when the police were just blindly shooting over their shoulders and happened to hit her Catherine Johnston was 92 years old in Atlanta Georgia when the police knocked her door down and she shot back with some old ass pistol and the, uh, the four of them gunned her ass down Oscar Grant Sean Bell Yvette Smith Malcolm Ferguson Trayvon Martin Jonathan Farrell Tim Timothy Stansberry, who was killed by the NYPD in Brooklyn literally because they scared him. Lord, he scared them. He was up on the rooftop and opened the door and they were coming up on the rooftop and the man got scared and shot him in the fucking chest. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. Amadou Diallo. It doesn't matter what job you have these motherfuckers don't know it doesn't matter how much money you have how well you speak what you dress like how many white friends you have how many white people you fucked in your lifetime it does not matter they see your black skin and they're afraid so quit with the respectability bullshit you absolutely have to stop acting like there's something about you that will save you from a a racist white person's bullet because there isn't I can't stress that to you enough there's nothing special about you that will save you from racism so quit trying to divide us when we're going through something that is clearly so hurtful to our community and it's always some shit this study came out the other day that said 28 
Every 28 hours, a black person is murdered by someone sanctioned by the state, whether it's police officers or other security guards. I think two people, two black people die at Walmart every year. Unarmed black people just die. The story came out last week of some man, I think in Cincinnati, who was holding a toy gun or a BB gun, something like that. Some fake gun sold at Walmart and the police mistook it, quote unquote, for a real gun and just killed him right there in the middle of Walmart while he was on the fucking phone. What? Y'all, really? Like, this is... I'm, I'm tired, and I'm tired of being peaceful. I am. I took my ass downtown to Union Square with them hordes of white people and everybody else after Trayvon's, after the uh, George Zimmerman verdict came out, and I marched my ass all around this city peacefully, protesting and chanting and all that other shit. And I understand that just because we went out there and showed demonstration doesn't mean that something's going to change, but you can't be mad when people are frustrated and have no other way of getting that out. What do you want people to do? We've seen the marches and the rallies and shit, and we've seen the bullshit not work. So why not resort to violence? These clearly aren't, these are not our communities when these people can come in and get mad because an 18 year old talks back and, and just fill him up full of bullets. Why, why not get mad? Why not break some shit? What else are we supposed to do? This is frustrating and it's hard. And it's just another reminder that being black in this country is not safe. What the fuck else do you expect people to do? honest to god i don't get it so um yeah i don't really i don't have anything else i think that um we just go from one situation to the next it's just bad and then worse it just it never ends i've never really been a fan of the police i just growing up have seen personally i've seen them do more harm than good that is just me. And I'm not talking about shit that you see in the news. I'm talking about personally, along with, you know, the publicized shit, whatever. I think that, um, I don't know, man. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm, like, on the brink of a breakdown. But um, what is definitely not helping is the idea that what's going on in Ferguson is the black man's fault or, you know, we need to straighten up and fly right in order for, you know, the white man to respect us or for the white man to allow us to live. Like what the fuck y'all have to stop looking at things from such a basic point of view, like literally level one, if that, because there's so much deeper shit involved here, even outside of race. Even if this was a white kid, the way that he was handled by the police is despicable. But it always seems to happen to our kids. Now, that in itself is something that needs to be like the anger from that needs to be felt. We march and we cry and we hold up our signs and we call senators and governors and all these different fucking politicians and we stand in front of all of these courthouses and all this shit. Nothing. So you can't expect for someone eventually to want to pick up a trash can and throw it through a window. Not saying that you should, but niggas are pissed. We're tired. We're sick of having to worry about our children and our brothers and our sisters just being safe to go outside. So when I hear you niggas trying to point the finger and like, nigga, you could have never fucking held a gun in your life or you could have never touched a weapon ever before. And some cop, some white man or woman is going to claim that they saw one and they're going to use that bullshit to murder you. And not only will they kill you, then They will have the media, they will have attorneys trash your name and try to make it seem as if you were the worst person on earth. You were a thug, you were a thief, you, you know, were basically just hood trash. As if that's even reason to just murder someone. But let's just, let's, on top of killing an innocent, unarmed civilian, let's just tarnish their name. Like... You, we see this happen over and over and over and over and over again. And each time you simple-minded niggas keep pointing the finger back at us as if we're the ones creating this disadvantage. Right. We are not the ones creating these problems for our people. We're the ones fighting against the problem. 
We're not the ones who have, we are the ones who are always broken and then left to pick up our own pieces. And we can't even pick up the pieces before some other shit gets broken and then some other shit gets broken and some other shit gets broken. We're not the ones disadvantaging ourselves. We're just a big ass pile of pieces and y'all are wondering why we're not put together. When do we even get the chance to put ourselves back together before this shit happens again? And there's never any goddamn justice. It's like there's one thing happens and then another thing happens. And these police officers and these white people are routinely like literally other than the story in Detroit that came out last week. I can't think of a time when a police officer or a white person was punished, like really, truly punished for taking a black life. It happens constantly and y'all wonder why people are fed up and discouraged and don't know what to do what it's not even like it's it would be one thing if police brutality was across race and gender lines but it isn't because a white boy can go to a midnight showing of a movie and shoot up the entire goddamn movie theater and be escorted into a police car and a white boy or whatever i don't care whatever race y'all claim he is he looks white the fucking boston uh marathon bombers that motherfucker's still alive and on the cover of fucking rolling stone on the cover of rolling stone so you are being what celebrated acknowledged as a person people are digging into your life and, and figuring out who you are and what makes you tick we are murdered I think I every that, day i think i said on the show like i can't ever think of like the name or face of a black serial killer i can't like the one in DC, I don't know, I don't remember the sniper? his sniper. Yeah, the sniper. That's the only one. That's the only one I can even think of. And they because anytime we kill somebody, y'all are quick to take us out. And even when we're not doing shit, y'all still quick to take us out. We are not afforded the same humanity that white people are, and yet y'all wonder why we walk around mad. Any black person who has any idea of how race works in this country is mad and tired as fuck. This is um again like the most basic I don't even really I'm I'm exhausted I don't even really feel like getting into it but I mean just pick up a book read a book read a book it's right there and like you have just the same way I said to Ridley Scott and all them people you have all of the knowledge right in front of you yet just you're refusing it like it's like it smells bad to you what are you allergic to to the truth what are you do you have some kind of beef with facts you have like everything is is laid right out here for you all you got to do is look into it but if you want to go the big picture out and look at this from a huge scale this there is a system built in this country even with our black ass president who did not at all mention police brutality yesterday there's a system here that is built for us to fail and for white people to win. You can dislike it. You can act as if you don't see it or whatever you want to. It is the truth. It is a hard fact. And if you would read a little bit of history, then you would. it might just place things into perspective for you and you would get it. Black people ain't winning because we're not supposed They don't want us to. They don't. Like, how the fuck have the police not interviewed the witness how it's been so many days since the shooting i have heard testimony from the eyewitness and the police haven't what they're not releasing his the the name of the shooter because of of threat threats to his life and his safety was he thinking about his safety was he thinking about the safety when he decided to just shoot this teenager for talking back for saying oh we'll be where we're going in a minute we'll be out the street in a minute you you decided to kill him. You were mad. You got pissed. You pulled your car up and parked and got out and said, I'm going to shoot you. Like you were mad because a black boy had the nerve to talk back. A tall, big black boy talked back to you and you didn't like it. So you filled his body full of lead and we're supposed to act like, oh, well, well, the real problem here is that some people decided to loot afterwards. I don't people are frustrated. They're mad. They don't know where else to put that energy. And the tension has been high between police and the residents of Ferguson for years. Again, if you will simply Google, you'll see it because the news is there, but they're not putting it out there for you to see it. The only thing they're putting out there is the headlines that says packs of niggas raid in Ferguson, Missouri, not racist white cop guns down teenager in the middle of the street person who was due to start college two days from now will now be buried. So, um, this is the read. I don't really. That happened. Man, whatever. Rest in peace to Robin Williams. That also sucked. 
And I took that death very, very personally. That hit me right in my chest. Robin Williams is um, one of my idols, and he's also a legend and a genius. Again, if you just look into some of, I mean, outside of his obvious work and how he helped raise me and get me through the 90s with movies like Hook and Aladdin and Fern Gully and Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, if you look at like some of his interviews, one especially that he did with the on the Whoopi Goldberg show, it's on YouTube, and he's just a brilliant, brilliant guy, and so funny and so talented, but also used a lot of his personal darkness and turned it into comedy, um, and didn't leave a lot of the really great messages out of it. So. You know, I looked up to Robin Williams. I thought that he was so talented. And it really sucks that depression that he had to battle it for so long and apparently take his life. So that sucks. Depression is real. If you're going through it, trust me, I know that it sucks. I deal with it myself. Um, So don't be afraid to talk to somebody. And yeah, rest in peace to Robin Williams, one of the greatest. Yeah. And a special fuck you and go to hell to all of you who trolled his daughter on social media to the point that she had to delete her Twitter account. I just really don't even know what circle of hell you come from to torture somebody and taunt somebody who just lost her father in such a terrible way. I just really don't even know how soulless you have to be to do some shit like that. But the Lord got something for your raggedy ass one day soon. So, this is the absolute worst episode of three. Yeah, sorry. Um, Don't forget <laughs> to follow us on Twitter at This Is The Um, I'm Kid Fury on Twitter at K-I-D-F-U-R-Y, one R. I still see Fury, which, you know, fine. Kay. I'll just learn to live with it. Mm-hmm. Um... Crystals is on Twitter. That's Crystals with an S at the end. We are getting ready for fall. Some more shows are coming up. We'll let you know what city we're coming to next. Really excited about that. And I think that's it for me. Uh, you can check every episode of The Read on thisistheread.com. And uh, like if you said, we are on Twitter and Facebook at This Is The Read. And that's it for me. Oh, make sure you send your questions for the show to asktheread at gmail.com. And that pretty much wraps up this miserable ass week for me. So Great. Awesome. I'm going to go home and eat ice cream. Welcome to Nada Yada Island. This season on Nada Yada Island. When we were new, they spoiled me. They even gave me a phone. But then, it's like I didn't exist. Don't take yada yada from your wireless carrier. Now with Metro, get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. Free 5G phones when you join, same deals as new customers when you stay. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Just bring your number and ID and sign up for an eligible plan. After 12 months, trade in and get our best deals on select devices. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.